is the University of Michigan. Touchdown, Michigan! All right, welcome back to Blue by 90. I am Justin, joined by Jack and Kaylin as always. It is 11-11, make a wish, make a wish, Ooh. boys. Ooh. Um, and it is Penn State week here. We've got a lot going on for Michigan athletics. Uh, you know, hoops has started, football still going on, volleyball, women's basketball, uh, field hockey is, is in the playoffs, soccer's in the playoffs. It's like, there's, this is like that transition time from fall to winter sports where like everything's going on in the overlap. Um, so fun times for, for all the Wolverines here. And, and we've and. got a little announcement coming too. So stay tuned. Uh, we'll we'll uh, announce something here in a little bit here. Uh, but first, let's get into uh, some hoops talk. What do you guys think? Is it? Are you guys fully like ready for basketball season or does it seem like it's not really here yet? You know, honestly, I would because football's doing so well, I would love for it to like be, you know, kind of pushed to a side until football season's over, but uh just because there's so much excitement about around basketball. Yeah. There's so much excitement looking around for this team, but also if Michigan basketball's playing like throughout the week and then we get football on Saturday, you know, I can't complain. My wife might hate me, but you know, I, I'm, I I'll enjoy it. <laughs> it, it hasn't like quite sunken in yet. You know, I was like watching basketball, and I was like, I think I'm watching basketball right now, but there's a football game. What, what like, what's going on? Yeah, I so, think uh, you just took too many edibles. I think that yeah, was the problem. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Out. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was probably it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I'm not going to complain, right? So, yeah. So, um, I mean, it, I was in Chrysler the other night. I will say the people showed up, you know, it usually those, uh, those first couple games against, you know, Mac opponents or the exhibition or whatever, um, are like pretty light, especially for a Wednesday night at six 30. Um, but with the opener and with, uh, the banner raising, I got my little banner in the back. I see here. that. I, I like that. that. Um, I, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but. Um, Illinois did not raise a Big Ten championship regular season banner. Um, although I thought I, for some reason, I had heard something, you know, last year, like they won it or something. So I'm, I'm a little confused. Fake news. Just a poverty program. You know, <laughs> what an embarrassment. They, they can't afford little banners to give out while we are obviously incredibly rich and wealthy and can't afford that. Um, <laughs> we can afford G Herbo, so yeah, that's true. We can't afford G Herbo, <laughs> um, so um, but it was people were there. It was really cool, actually. It was a great environment. I had forgotten how fun Chrysler is and how cool it is in there, just because I was there a couple times during the season last year, and it's just it was a weird feeling with no fans there. But being like enclosed, you know, Michigan Stadium's obviously awesome. Being enclosed having it loud, you know, things like that. It was, it was very, very fun. Um, and you know, 
and let's talk about the first half. Michigan looked, I was like, oh my God, we're the greatest team ever assembled. <laughs> Dude, were you guys thinking the same thing? Dude, I, I just love that kind of Musa came out hot. Yeah. You know, Terrence Williams fucking, he was killing it. Dickinson finished with 27 points. Like, he's got a right hand now. I'm, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled for this season. Yeah. I, I thought they just looked great, yeah, from the from the get-go. So, I was kind of surprised, actually. Yeah, I mean, you kind of thought that they would get to a slow start. Um, but they really like from the, from the tip, just went after it. Um, Caleb Houston is very, very good. Very good. He looks like he is a junior out there playing comfortable, staring guys down, like in game one, you know, like he's doing things that a freshman usually doesn't do. Um, you know, even last year, Hunter Dickinson wasn't like that comfortable in game one, right? It took him a little bit to get rolling, but Caleb, Caleb Houston already looks good. Diabate looks like, I mean, he's going to be everybody's favorite player. I'm 100% sure of that <laughs> because he just hustles so much and just like all over the place on top of having actual good, you know, skills in game. So I, I agree with you, man. Um, I mean, obviously, we saw them in the second half. Uh, you know, Buffalo actually outscored them in the second half after it looked like at halftime Michigan was going to run away with it. But um, people didn't understand this. Buffalo was picked to win the MAC. They did a coaches poll of the MAC coaches, and I think it was 11 out of the 12 coaches picked Buffalo to, be, to win the MAC. The only one that didn't pick it was the Toledo coach. Um, so I don't know what he's got up his ass or something. He just, he, he picked himself. He picked no his own team to win it, which I mean, I guess I love the confidence, but come on now. Um, but there, that's a good team that Michigan beat. Um, so having a 12 point victory, I think is probably pretty close, you know, pretty good there. Um, and, and what I loved about Caleb Houston too, like, like what you said, he seemed so comfortable in game one as a freshman. I mean, Franz Wagner, he, he improved every year that he played. And Caleb Houston's like a perfect transition from Franz leaving last year to like, like it's crazy that he can come in as a freshman game one. And it seems like Franz never left. Like yes. that's how good he is. That's how good he is at that position. So, I mean, that's just, that's huge. And you have Dickinson now has all loved a big country, but Moose is going to be a better, a better, uh, I think a better five than Austin Davis. Um, I don't know, man. I, I was pumped with it. I was pumped. Look you good. know, Nunez fifty percent from three, one of two. TikTok is. I can. There. I'm sorry. I like cannot take him seriously when he gets it's hard on the to, court. Man. It's hard to. Uh, it, I mean, he's. I'm sure he's trying. I'm sure he's like. You know, he probably deserves a couple minutes this year. He's. You know, gone through the program. I. He's this guy that I've. When what I've heard from him, is that not from him, but about him from the program is that he is like unreal in practice. Like can't miss that guy. Really? It just lights out in practice, but then gets into the game and just can't put it together for some reason. Well, that, That's what I feel like we've always heard. It's like, he's such a shooter and you know, he, he's so good. This and that. And then every time you see him in a game, it's like, eh. he, I mean, there were ah. a couple, there were a couple where he just like, bricked the the other day too and but like in the michigan madness thing 
his team picked him to do the three-point contest. So, like, he's that guy where it's just, like, uncontested, he can do it, but then the game speeds up and it's, game, you know, game time and he can't do it. Um, but it is just – it's just kind of funny because I just – I, he's on my freaking for you page on TikTok all day long. And I'm just like, Oh my God, I can't get away from you. Um, oh, but, uh, you know, the, the one thing I did, uh, I did think, uh, was this team is a really, really good balance of a core of, of veteran leaders with some really, really talented freshmen. Um, you yeah. know, when you're talking about Eli, Brandon Johns, and then Devonte Jones, those guys are obviously heavy in the rotation. And then you've got all these young guys. Everyone else is either a freshman or a sophomore that's putting in real minutes. And it just makes me super excited for this year. But then for the future, it's just like, holy shit, right? Yeah. And I mean, even I'd almost classify Dickinson and, and T. Will as veterans too, right? Like if you They can seem have, like it. it. It seems like it, right? So if you can have freshmen that stick around for another year, and they're that talented. And then it just it just helps that transition for the new freshmen that are coming in. And I think that's what, you know, I mean, that's what John Howard's doing with this program. And that's why Michigan, I feel like it's going to be very, very good for, you know, as long as he stays there because he knows how to build a culture. And, I mean, players are improving. Terrence Williams went off last night, 15 points. Like, I don't know if anybody expected that. And, and it was, like, mostly in the second half, too. I mean, it's all, he was 5 of 7. Yeah. Two of three from three, seven rebounds. I mean, he's. I don't know. I think he'll be the fan favorite. I know you said Musa, but I think T. Will's going to be the fan I don't, favorite. I don't hate that either. You know what I, I didn't realize is that he's six seven. Like, he just doesn't I, – I don't know. He doesn't have that – He doesn't look like it. I don't know. Yeah, he's. I think it's because he's a little bit stockier. But, um, but yeah, it, it's, it's pretty impressive there. You know who else – does Devontae Jones remind you of Mar? Muhammad Ali Rahman. I think it's because he wears the sleeves and he's got like, he wears like the same fit. He's got like the little uh, three quarter yeah. um, compression pants. Yeah. They've got no, a little that's like so hunchback. funny you said that. The, yeah. The you little like, your shoulders are high. Too, like, they got the high shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> Even his player picture, right? He kind of. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That is it, so funny. It looked, it looked like Mar to me. I mean, Mar wore 12 as well, right? He did. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So they're the same, same uh, number too, but yeah, man. I mean, I feel like you could pick out a, a lot of these guys and just be like, that's going to be the guy, you know, like how many, I feel like, you know, when you look at the depth of this team, it, it's really like, you know, pick your weakness and you can't really find one. We haven't even gotten to the, the young guys, Frankie Collins and Kobe Bufkin yet who have, you know, I, I think that they are going to do really well too. Um, so it's, it's really just impressive what Juwan Howard has been able to do. And, and man, we're going to have fun. It, it, you know, we're going to, whether or not they win it all, it's going to be a hell of a season and just fun to watch. And, you know, if we, if things don't pan out with in football, how we would love them, them to pan out, this is going to be a good, uh, good pick me up. I'd say for sure. Yes. I'm ready to have some tailgates at Frazier's. If there not in the, in the Chrysler lot, if we can make that happen, I don't know how many heaters we'll need in that cold weather, but <laughs> Frazier's will always be a good backup to watch games there. I'll never forget the March madness run. I think it was 2018 
and we watched every every game there, and it was just an electric atmosphere. It's so fun watching this basketball team. Maybe it's so fun to watch like Juwan with the players too, because it's like you just see the connection between Juwan and the players and the fans, mm-hmm. and you like you almost feel like you're part of the team, right? And then when you're at Frazier's and you got like the whole fan base there, it, it just becomes like you said, Jack, electric atmosphere. Super fun to watch basketball that way. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. I mean, these guys, I, I think what what goes kind of un, unsung a little bit, obviously because of the talent that Juwan Howard has brought in, is the character. Like, these guys are all good people, and they have, you know, they're, they're fun to, to watch. They're, they're like, they, they have uh, personalities, too. And so that's where, like, I feel like in college basketball – you know, let's think about a Kentucky or a Duke, you know, a lot of those guys are dickheads, you know, typically one and done. right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think that the, the, the new thing for college basketball here in 2021 in the future is if you can take one and done's and uh, spread them into two years, that's a big deal. And that's what Juwan Howard has been able to do with Franz, with Dickinson, you know, maybe he can do that with Houston. I don't know. So I, I think that's how you build a program. Whereas the one and dones, it's like you have to reload with three new five stars each year, you know, to stay at the top. So um, I, I, I just really like what, what Juwan Howard is doing so far. It's going to be a hell of a season, that's for sure. Yeah, and it really, I agree. Really, it pays off too, right? Look at all the recent Michigan basketball players in the NBA just killing it. Yeah, I mean – Jordan Poole is all of a sudden like the right-hand man for Steph Curry and sometimes outshining him. Dude, he, he's on some sort of streak. I thought I saw something on Twitter. It might have been a couple days ago, but he had like back-to-back-to-back games where he was 20-plus and like dominant field goal percentage over like 50, 60%. I mean, he's, he's killing it. Can you imagine a healthy Klay Thompson, Steph, and Jordan Poole if he's hot? I mean, they've got three of the best shooters in the game. Seriously, yeah. And the, I mean, the amount of news I see about, like, Trey Burke and, like, Karis LeVert. And Jordan Franz Poole. Wagner now is Franz dominating is for the it. magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, he's outshining his brother Mo, that's for sure. Yes, yes. But, poor Mo. Um, poor Mo, poor Mo. But Franz is, like, he's, he's uh, uh, you know, still, what, 22, 21, 22 years old. I know yeah. he was old coming over here, but – um. You know, and he was like doing things that guys don't do that are that are his age. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's pretty impressive. We haven't even talked about Duncan still down in Miami. Some diesel as well. Mm-hmm. Um, in Iggy, our boy Iggy, our boy John Teske, they're in the a lot G of magic. Um, yeah, the magic. I think Xavier's in the G League as well. Um, John D. Derek Brown. Walton. Yeah. Dude, it's crazy. There's a lot of them. <laughs> there is, dude. I know Derek Walton's on the Motor City Cruise, I think, right? Yeah. And Sean Deason, right. G League with the Lakers. Yep. A lot yeah, of Michigan Sean players D. out there. For sure. For sure. It's it's uh, basketball school? Question basketball mark? School? Question mark? Maybe uh, postpone. Postpone to the end of the football season. We'll yeah. see. That'll, that'll give us our answer. <laughs> That's for sure. That's for sure. All right. Should we, uh, should we get to a little announcement? Drum roll. Drum roll. We've got some big <laughs> news here. Um, and so this has been something that 
It's been in the works for a little bit. And you guys out there, listeners, you know, we're just three idiots that talk sports and talk Michigan athletics. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's been really, really fun to gain a little bit of a following here and interact with you all at the tailgates or on social media and stuff like that. And so, you know, we really appreciate you guys listening and you guys have really powered this. So um, this is more of a shout out to the, to the listeners, right. Than, than oh, yeah. to anything we've done. Um, so I'll, I'll, uh, I'll play a little song here and then we'll make an announcement. <laughs> Bring it up. There you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. For those just listening, Ro was oh, chugging a truly God. that entire time. I was. I was chugging oh, a truly. That's the new Thunderstruck. The, well, um, the big news, as lame as this announcement is now that I just did that, um, we are officially joining Maze and Brew. Uh, we are joining them. We'll be on their podcast network and uh, do a little writing for them, and we'll do some video content probably. Um, but we're really excited for for that. It's been a you know it's been a fun thing to to discuss and make this thing happen. Um, we want to give a shout out to Von Lozon, who's been, uh, you know, the guy that's been been uh, making it happen there on the Maize and Brew uh, side. And so it's just uh, it's it's a cool opportunity for us. And we're really excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. To echo that. I mean, thank you to everybody that listens and comes out to the tailgates. It's so great to interact with everybody. And, and without you guys listening and, you know, showing your support, we definitely wouldn't have this opportunity. Um, and I'll second that shout out to Von and um anthony broom who was there previously who's always you know giving us a ton of support steven Ossetowski, trevor woods yeah so we're, we're pumped to be joining that team and uh I'm, I'm nervous if we need to be a little bit more professional this will, you know <laughs> i don't know i don't know how else to go for me but but uh but we're very excited <laughs> yeah shouts out to everybody who listens shouts out to everyone at mason brew who made this possible i i really appreciate everybody um and i mean we're going to keep delivering the same three idiots giving you the same bad takes. Okay. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> changes, but the platform. Yeah. Right. That, and that is honestly to, to talk about what we're about to do. That was the biggest thing for us is that we're nothing's going to change with how we do things really. We'll be on a different you know platform and, and have access to some more stuff. So you guys will get more content, which will be awesome. Um, for you listeners out there, but we're, you know, that was our, our big thing was that we didn't want to join something and then have them change everything up. So they're allowing us to kind of do our thing and, and continue everything here. And so that's, uh, that was really important to us. And yeah, it's, uh, it's us three idiots just still talking at you. Um, you know, we'll probably have some more guests and some things like that. Um, we'll continue to try and get these players on and stuff too. Um, but yeah, man, this has been uh, been very fun, and we just appreciate all the support that you guys have given us. And uh, you know, this is you guys giving us the opportunity to to keep it rolling, and and uh, we're very excited for it. Well said. Cool. How do we cool. transition well, from that? Do we just like all cry I don't know. together? I mean, like... maybe. Well, I mean, we 
we you guys should just shit on me for saying that we actually made it because i mean this is making it amazing brew obviously is, is huge uh, oh yeah I don't, i'm not gonna say we made it quite yet that was i hope you guys took that ironically so um but uh um, no, somebody somebody thinks we're legitimate <laughs> yeah somebody out there shout out von uh, shout out von but also all started with caleb martin at uh at cultivate so I, I thought i was meeting some celebrities here and we felt yeah. like no dude not even close <laughs> oh that was hilarious that was, oh man this is very funny well uh i'll cheers cheers with the truly here to uh to next things coming uh and uh we're excited for what's to come here in the future but th- shout out to all you guys too all right, let's uh let's transition to um some football. There is a football game on this weekend. There is a football game. Do you guys feel like the same way that I didn't realize I mean it didn't feel like basketball was here yet? Do you feel like people are kind of downplaying this game this weekend? I think it's getting downplayed a little bit just because it's a noon game and that's also the big thing that I love about it is that it's a noon game because that that night atmosphere where it's a whatever themed thing, whatever they're doing, they got the white out blue stripe thing going on. Um, I'm much happier as a Michigan fan that it's a noon game than a night game because that that crowd advantage that they have there and uh, Happy Valley is just insane. So I don't know, man. I think it's gonna be another tough game. I think Michigan comes out with it again. I'm still confident, positive vibes only, but um, it looks like Sean Clifford's back and he's and he's back to. Uh, playing pretty well so that makes me a little bit nervous yeah i think the media hasn't been hyping this game up as much as it deserves uh but just like talking to other michigan fans they sound like very nervous which i find pretty interesting i'm like okay well i'm also nervous but why is you know joel clatt not on tv nervous right (laughs) yeah i mean when you look at things so they the the weird thing Penn State was not ranked in the college football rankings again. And, and like, that's kind of shocked by that. I mean, they're not that bad. What, what's going on here? I, I mean, there are a lot of teams that are ranked ahead of them in the college football playoffs. And so that's why I was like, okay, that, that shouldn't be a thing because you go back and look at what they've done. You know, Wisconsin has become a good team now. They beat them, they beat mm-hmm. Auburn who's who's ranked as well um lost to iowa by three at their place without their quarterback um the the loss to illinois was uh clifford played in that but he wasn't 100 percent, right yeah um and then you only lose to ohio state by nine it wasn't a blowout by any means so it's I'm that illinois gonna... loss man they're just like you yeah. guys are it went to that 26 awful. overtime man. i don't know <laughs> But I agree. I think it should be at least like 25. Yeah. Make it a ranked matchup. Yeah, I don't know. It, it was just like, I was kind of shocked to see that they weren't. I mean, you're going to tell me that like, I, I don't know who on here. Yeah, right. Who's at the bottom? Pitt. They're seven and two. Ooh, I think they're playing tonight. Pitt, North Carolina. Are they? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I do like Pitt. I can't, I can't argue with them being over Pitt or Pitt being over them. What's that QB there? He looks like NFL guy. Yeah, dude. Um, no clue. I'm blanking on his name right now. 
but I'm with you, Justin. I think, yeah, Penn State should be ranked like 25th. Utah, and... Arkansas, like, come on. Arkansas man. had a big win, though. They beat a ranked team in the SEC, I think, last week. Okay. Penn State. Fuck Utah, though. Teams. I don't know, man. I, it just felt like it's just like, okay, this is set up now. Penn State, it, it's like, Nobody thinks they're good, and they're going to come out with Sean Clifford at 100% now and be, like, really probably pretty damn good. And then Michigan's – and then the media is going to be like, wow, Michigan lost on the road to Penn State, you know, to a bad Penn State team. And it's like, well, actually, you know, they're pretty good. I, I mean, let's – they only have one bad loss. The Illinois loss is the only bad one, right? Yeah. The other one, you're losing to Iowa, who's ranked like number three at the time, mm-hmm. and Ohio State, who is who's Ohio State. So yeah. those aren't bad losses. And even but, that Iowa game, I mean, if Sean Clifford was healthy, they would have won that. Like that wouldn't have been an issue. But he got hurt, and, and they the lost Illinois by what won. two? But yeah, Iowa, I know that was just a shit show. Iowa also lost to Purdue, right? So Boilers makes, makes Iowa not look as good, and Boilers look a little better. Yeah, I mean, are, are the Boilers now legit? Because <laughs> you have two incredible so. wins. I mean, you have two very, very good wins, but the rest of your schedule is pretty average. Just but. imagine if they win this weekend. <laughs> don't, I don't even want to knock on wood. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of on the train now where we need Ohio State to win out until they play Michigan, too. Like, I feel like Michigan needs to beat a – 11 and one um, or 10 and one Ohio state team to, to help their ranking. I, I am shocked a little bit that Michigan was, they jumped Michigan state in the college football playoff rankings. I love it. I love it so much, but <laughs> the oh my God. Sparty fans is just incredible. Oh, I love it so much, but, uh, but we need, but we need Ohio state to beat Michigan state at least, at least, but Ohio State winning out until play that game. If Michigan can beat Ohio State, that just improves their resume. And you well, know, it doesn't that, matter. That, then I think Michigan can get in over Cincinnati. You know, they would. You know, Ohio State would have to lose twice before playing Michigan for it to matter. So, because otherwise, you know, they both have one loss. In, right. And so it, it doesn't. It, they would have to if they lose just once to Purdue. It doesn't really matter. Um, who do they play next week? Anybody know? Ohio State after Purdue. Yeah. Um, Michigan State. Oh, they do play Michigan That's State. Right. So, okay. That would be – but we need Ohio State to beat Michigan State. So, we I don't know. want to root against them. Or we do, yeah, we don't want a Michigan State to win that game. So, we literally – we just need Ohio State to win. Yes. Keep winning until right. they play Michigan. Because as long as they both have one loss in the Big Ten, Michigan would have a tiebreaker if they win that game. Correct. But we need Michigan State to lose because if we're tied yeah. with them with one loss, then it's the bullshit. only way we are going to root for Michigan State in that uh, Michigan State Ohio State game is if they lost to Maryland this week, and then they're like out of it, you know, essentially. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, so we're I agree with you. the The thing is that we want Ohio State to win out and then beat them, and we want right. us to win out and then. Right. I'm just assuming Michigan has no shot at the Big Ten championship game right now. Unless Michigan State keeps losing. Like, that's really all that needs to happen. Michigan State needs to keep losing, and then Michigan and Ohio State need to keep winning, I guess. 
Yeah. Well, basically, if Ohio State wins out, then MSU will have two Big Ten losses. And then if Michigan beats Ohio State, then we would get into the Big Correct. Ten title game. Correct. Are we the dumbest people alive? Like, you have are. we been having this conversation <laughs> for five minutes? Is it just you me? You are. <laughs> so like, I mean, I'm, it's like, it's like, it's like a Rain one, Man over here. It's like a 1A, 1B, 1C situation. Yeah. But that's fine. Actually, Kalen's pretty smart. It's just us being idiots. Um, all right. So, I will take yeah, that. That's the situation there. <laughs> if you can if any listener out there can come away with like realizing what is actually the real truth there then props to you because oh i need a powerpoint somebody go with a powerpoint that'd be great uh, all right so michigan penn state this weekend though um you know i i think michigan should come out so i think they're uh penn state's without a couple uh defenders they they had a couple guys that got hurt actually um what do you see this this game as being? Do you see this? Are we going to run the ball? Is Cade going to throw it? I feel like I have no idea what they're going to try and do. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I honestly have no – the only expectation I have is it's going to be a close game. I think Michigan wins a, a close one. I mean, the line's at minus one and a half. I'd love to see a game winner for Moody. You know, that's, that, that's, that's, all, that's my only expectation for it. But um, I'd assume – it would be a little more balanced, if not more pass heavy, just because it seems like we only have Hassan who's healthy. Um, but we also saw JJ get like 10 snaps last week and that keeps increasing. He, he is a rocket for an arm. He was throwing some of them balls hard as shit. Like I wonder, I wonder if he's going to get into, into the game at all and get some significant playing time. They were a couple of them were stupid passes, but he can sling it. Let it rip. I'm like, that's fine. That's all I wanted to see from you last year, Joe. Just throw it 80 yards. I don't care if it's 40 yards over the guy's head. Just give me some entertainment. Right. Yeah, in terms of, like, Michigan offense versus Penn State defense, I mean, Penn State defense is is good uh, – has a good secondary, I think, correct? Correct, yeah. So – They're actually would, terrible against the run. Right. So right. I would expect us to stick to what we do, right? Run the ball. Um, but my understanding is they also have one of the best red zone defenses as well. Mm-hmm. So, and I that does not build well for us, right? We have, we have a good red zone offense because of Moody. I mean, yeah, we're yeah. Good at getting three points. Yeah. So, but we can't just settle for that. Right. We need yeah. to get touchdowns. That's where I think this game is going to be made right in between the twenties. I think we'll be fine and able to move the ball, but, in the red zone, it's like, dude, you, we got to get touchdowns and we can't settle for Moody kick and field goals because I think he'll nail everyone. But yeah. Yeah. And I think, too, I mean, at some point you have to set yourself up where like, all right, let's you know, we have four trips to the red zone. Let's go for it on a couple fourth downs if it's within two yards, you know, because here's the thing. You got to win each week for sure and, and try to just win the game. But you also have to prep yourself that you're going to play Ohio State in a couple of weeks, and they literally average 50 points a game. Yeah. So you can't kick field goals and beat Ohio State. That's for sure. They're going to beat you by 25 if that's the case. And so that's where, like, I've talked about it a couple times where it's like, win the game for sure, but let's set ourselves up to progress each week and, and set ourselves up for the rest of the games in the year. That's what I'd love to see this week is, 
if there are chances to to punch it in in the uh, in the red zone, go for it on fourth and one or fourth and two. You know, draw up that one trick play. Why does everybody else have a trick play and we stop using ours in week four? You know, like that's where I get frustrated on things. That just that just takes me back to uh, the Hassan Haskins jump pass against Michigan State, and everybody's yeah. like, "Why are you calling a trick play?" You know, yada yada yada. I don't know. Yeah, I'm I mean, with you though. I like I like to see them, you know, do a little bit of trickery and whatnot. But listen, I can just see some fans coming out after that. Yeah. Ever listen? If it works, it's the greatest play in the world. If it doesn't, it's the dumbest play in the world. You know, right? It's like that's how things go. But I I just feel like whether it's a trick play or misdirection or something, you know, there's, we have to have more plays in the playbook than, Hey, Hassan, run it up the gut. You know what I yeah. mean? As much as I like Hassan running it up the gut that we still have to, when they stack the box on fourth and one on the 12 yard line, let's have something else in our pocket. You know what I mean? I'll tell um, you what, I want to see a little shovel pass in the red zone. Ooh, let's ooh. get that rolling. I don't mind that. Yeah, By the way, nice. Crazy, uh, crazy stat. I think Hassan Haskins has one rush for negative yardage on the entire year. That's serious. Oh my God. I mean, (laughs) you're nine games into the year. That's one of the most crazy stats I've ever seen or heard because the number of carries he has is, you know, up there too. So really incredible. Wow. Um, Let's go, let's go to the flip side too. Right. On the flip side, you got like the Penn State uh, offense versus our defense. Right? Yeah, and I mean with Sean Clifford healthy, and they only—I think their running back only has like 200 rush yards on the entire yeah, year. Yeah, not a ton. So I mean, what do you guys think about that? I mean, I'm I'm hoping that the corners lock it down and Hutchinson and Ojaba have a field day, man. I'd love to see that. Yeah, I, I mean, I I would like to see that too, but I, I worry. I, I worry about our defense. Um, you know, I, I think we all we, we all know what Don Brown was. Don Brown was fantastic against bad teams. And then yeah. when he saw a good offense, it was like, holy shit, what do we do now? You know, <laughs> uh, let's be honest. That's kind of what we've seen from Mike McDonald so far. He saw one good offense essentially this year in Michigan State, and he gave up 37 points, you know. And so, um, I I, w- I want to see. I think this is kind of a prove it game for Mike McDonald. Hey, man, are you the real deal, or are you relying on incredible talent to get by? And you can hold Indiana to seven points, but when it comes to a good offense, you you let it up. So, I I, I want to see. I want to see a good defensive game plan, right? I, I want to – that's what I – I didn't see a good defensive game plan, I thought, against Michigan State where it was like, hey, you did good for 90% of the time, but you let the one guy that they score with wow. score a lot. So, what in the past, we had this same situation against Penn State where it was like they got – a couple guys that score Saquon Barkley. He scores a lot. You'll let him run loose down Brown. KJ Hamler is like, you only have to stop KJ Hamler. And he goes off for like 200 yards and has three bombs to him. 
you know, like let's game plan against their weapons and, and have a, a good plan. That's what I want to see from this Michigan defense. I agree with you. And I think it's a fair, um, I guess, assessment take to have, but also I, I'm going like, to, I think we should recognize that Kenneth Walker is, you know, I mean, he's a top Heisman candidate right now, very talented player. I don't care how good of a coach um, you are, you know, guys like that are going to have big days, but um, I agree with you on the KJ Hamler situation. I feel like it's easier to stop a wide out than it is a running back. Yeah. I, I don't, I, I don't know where that point is going. If it's going okay. anywhere, All right. but I think it'll be easier to, you know, if this, I don't know if Sean Clifford has a top guy that he goes to constantly, but if we lock him down, Jahan Dotson, right? That's yeah, that sounds right. But you also got to watch for Clifford himself, right? He's kind of got the ability to scramble, you know. Yeah, he, he's that sneaky guy. He's like a Connor Cook or Kirk Cousins where it's like he's not going to look for that, but then he pulls it out every so often. And he's like, oh, shit, that guy can run, that type of thing. Um, yeah, that Jack, thank you for that. That was – I mean, that's the hard-hitting analysis that we're going <laughs> to provide here at uh, Blue by 90 presented by, by Mason Brew. Oh, man. So that's how really, we get the That's how we get the dollar bills, you know? Really appreciate that. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> – Holy shit. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that, like, hey, you get through this game. <laughs> Are you good? I'm great. Holy smokes. We are in trouble. We are. Oh, trouble. man. We've gone off the rails. I've had a trillion and a half. We're, we're <laughs> off the rails already. <laughs> I, I think, you know, this is one of those games where it's like, Oh my God, for the 78th game in a row, this is Jim Harbaugh's biggest game. You know, it's like, here we go again. But, you know, people talk about that. That's what happens when you're good. When you are a, an elite football team, and I'm not sure if Michigan is elite, but I think when you're a good football program, you have big games all the time, right? The target's on your back. So people talk about that, and I think that the part of the reason is what I'm saying right now. The other part of the reason is because Jim Harbaugh seems to lose games that he's not supposed to, so he backs himself into a corner and makes things must-win games, you know, to save quote-unquote save his job, even though I don't even think he's on a hot seat technically. Um, but I, it just seems like one of those games, don't you think, where it's like, you got to win this one because it means everything. If you lose, then you're out of the uh, Big Ten uh, race and the season means nothing, right? Yeah. I mean, I think in, uh, I think all these games are right. They're like Jim Harbour's biggest game or muscling game. Like you said, he put himself in this situation. You see, you know, Nick Saban, nobody's saying that about him. Like every game is a big game for him, but nobody's, nobody's always saying that because they expect Alabama to win people like are kind of unsure about this Michigan football team and if they're going to be able to pull out games like this or not. So I think that's why Harbaugh has been, you know, receiving all the attention like that this year saying, Oh, this is going to be the biggest game of, you know, his, of his career at Michigan. I think half of it is joking, but a lot of people I think are like very serious about it. And I think it's a fair, fair thing to say that this is one of the bigger games that, you know, he's got to play. It's a solid Penn state team at Penn state. 
and you know they Michigan does does still have a lot of their goals ahead of them and obviously a big one's beating Ohio State at the end of the year so it's just keeping everything on track and beating everybody in front of you uh, until you get to that game yeah I mean it's not a lie right and I mean to quote Cade right like previous Michigan teams don't win this game right like so if you want to be a different team you kind of got to go in there on Saturday and beat this other team. And if you want to go to college football playoff, you got to beat them pretty handily. Uh, and then you got to keep winning. So it is a big game for Jim Harbaugh, you know? Yeah. And I, I think that, um, you know, the, these are the types of games where if you lose this game, it's you're, you're an average football program, right? If you want to take that next step, you win these games on the road. Yes, it's a tough game, right? You can say that. We can look at this and say, you know, Michigan's not favored. They're not supposed to win this game. Jim Harbaugh, the biggest thing, I, 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 the biggest gripe I've had with Jim Harbaugh is he doesn't win games that he's not supposed to. There aren't games out there where he's, it's like, man, he's not supposed to win that game. And then he just, you know, whips something up and they win it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so he did that once this year where technically he wasn't supposed to win at Wisconsin and he did. Um, but, you know, this would be two and that would be two more than he's had in the seven years that he's been here uh, yeah. or six years previously. Um, Cause he hasn't won as an underdog. So he, he's, he's now, you know, this is his second game as an underdog that he could win um, on the road. And so, man, I mean, what an opportunity, right? I think that's how these guys are looking at it. I, I don't think these guys that the team is going to back down. You know, I think this team, that's where this team is different. But I think that, you know, all right, we've, we've talked about culture being different. We've talked about energy being different when does that translate into winning football games and winning big football games? That's going to be when we can really say that things are different here in Ann Arbor. And this weekend is a big time to prove it. Very well said. The other great part about this away game is that this team we're playing has a song. And so we can see our guys get hyped to zombie nation. Yeah. I like that's that. A good call. That's a very, very good call. Um, yeah, that what is it? Uh Zombie Nation. Zombie Nation, right? Yep. So um yeah, man, I can't wait. We're gonna see that for sure of them going nuts on the sideline. Uh so that'll be cool too. Do, do they do that? I mean, they do that like a hundred times, I feel like. They don't do that like at the end of the third quarter. That's like a touchdown song, right? I thought they like played it at some point I maybe pregame i don't know well yeah, i don't know but um yeah all right cool um uh, well i think that's about all we have for today so um exciting things coming for us obviously um man i'm pumped for november mid-november football where it means something you know i i, I think that you people take that for granted Right. There are a lot of teams out there that are playing this weekend that it doesn't mean shit. So whether you're pro Jim Harbaugh, pro Michigan, anti, whatever you want to say, be be grateful for uh for playing 
meaningful football in late November, mid to late November here. Um, so let's, uh, you know, I, I would love to see this team go out and get a W and, and let's keep that rolling here into, uh, into the next couple games. So um, with that being said, shouts out to truly thank you for the sponsorship. Um, this is blue by 90 presented by truly. And uh, the next time you hear us, we'll probably be on a different platform. So uh, we will, uh, we'll put out a little podcast here. Uh, and, and that'll that'll give you the uh, the link to that and stuff after this, uh, probably tomorrow at some point. Um, but other than that, you can follow us at Blue by Ninety. Still, we're going to be on the same social media and all that stuff. So, uh, Blue by Ninety on Twitter, Blue by Ninety on Instagram, Blue by Ninety on Facebook, Blue by Ninety podcast on YouTube. We might do some stuff on Maze and Blues YouTube uh, channel as well. Uh, but everything else on social media is still Blue by Ninety. Um, just the podcast is moving over to the uh, the Maze and Brew Network, so you'll find us there, and we'll uh, we'll link it to you for sure. But we want all of our listeners that listen here, you know, to make that transition, and, and we're excited. Um, and with that, we say, go blue, go blue, go blue. <laughs>